you are listening to the We Are Dog Nation podcast. I'm your host, Nation, and that's show for Dog Nation. And I just got to say one thing. I said it's great to be a Georgia Bulldog. It's great to be a Georgia Bulldog. Okay, maybe there's two things. Same thing twice. I don't know. Whatever. I am ecstatic, man. Oh, my goodness. So much great things are happening in the Bulldog Nation. And I got news for you. It's only the beginning. Before I go further, what's going on right now, you already know. If not, wow, I'm glad to first bring it to you. But we'll get that a little later on. Let's backtrack a second. And let's go back to Saturday evening when our dogs became the 2022, which I had no doubt, the 2022 SEC champions. Beating down LS who? LS who? 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 Who is that again? What's that team? 50 to 30. For the first time in five years. And you best believe that's the first of many more SEC championships to come along with national titles. This is just the beginning. I'm telling you, I'm glad I got this podcast where I got it on record. You know what to say? Oh, well, I'm, I'm pointing out the obvious when it happened. No, I've been saying it. This is the beginning of some great things. I said in 2018 that Georgia is the next dynasty. I saw it then. I see it now. And it's starting to come to pass. Adults are on the verge of becoming back-to-back national champions. Oh, glorious days. Glorious, glorious, glorious days. But, but, it's SEC Championship game. I said before, I think I said on the last podcast, and not, I'll say it again. Part of taking, running this state, it's not just beating Georgia Tech, which I'll get into them clowns later on. It's not just beating Georgia Tech. It's also taking over Mercedes-Benz Stadium and taking that was rightfully ours. That's our backyard. I'm tired of the, the gumps, Tuscaloosa, claiming that stadium belonged to them because they won there the most. We want to pay the most in Atlanta. We're about to take over now and take back what's rightfully ours. That's what's going on. Operation Takeover is in full effect. Now, like a lot of you who saw the SEC Championship game, had some, had some concerns about the secondary. I think part of it, to be honest with you, of what, 35-7 at halftime? When you, when you, when those who play sports, when you're up that large of a margin at halftime, you kind of come out with, with less of a fire. You don't have that exact same, you know, fire, that intensity to go, hey, we're going to go out. You don't, you don't have that intensity not a lot of times to put your foot on their neck and don't let up. You kind of kind of get relaxed a little bit. You know? And so, I think that would kind of happen. But still, like my nephew had texted me to say, hey, that was the most stressful 20-point victory I ever saw. I'm like, you ain't kidding. You are not kidding. Because it was. I'm like, what is going on? 
But I'm glad it happened in a sense because you got to correct, you got to get out the way. Here's who I feel sorry for. I feel sorry for Keely Ringo the rest of the second half. Because Kirby says something in the uh, post-game interview that made me go, oh my God. Oh, they go, they didn't get it. He said the way we play defense, and I'm I'm paraphrasing, will not be accepted or tolerated. Those two lines spoke volumes. I, I I'm glad I I'm I'm glad I'm not them. Because what they're gonna have to go through the next two or three weeks or whatever, it is not gonna be fun. But we well worth it. I remember it was a Tennessee game and some audio got leaked. And if you want to hear it, it's on YouTube. Just type in uh, Kirby Smart leaked audio uh, Tennessee game. And I won't play it on here and I won't say exactly what he said because I pride myself on this being a show where I do not, there's no cursing involved. And yeah, I thought so I can't play that. But I'll, I'll give you the scene, right? So if you've never been to Athens, Georgia, or you've never seen the practice field, the practice field is kind of like blocked off. But it's right across the street. I mean, I'm talking like 40 feet away from uh, Stedman Coliseum, where they play basketball at. So you can sit, you can sit outside of Stedman Coliseum and hear everything Kirby got to say at practice because he's on the loudspeaker. He got a microphone in his hand. I'm going to paraphrase what Kirby kind of said. He said, I'm sick and tired of this pointing the finger bull crap. Keely, y'all ain't covering st- stuff. You know, you, y'all not covering this. Y'all pointing y'all point fingers, pointing the blame. Get together. Fudge. Like, oh my goodness. It was... Oh, and then... The secondary came out there shut down Tennessee. They shut the defense shut down Tennessee. So they was ready. And here's, here's a crazy thing. Now think about it. It's like Georgia plays the game. They are so versatile, they could play any game they want to play. They're, they're, you, you want to do a shootout? You just saw LSU 50 to 30. We ain't even shoot out. It was just a blowout, really. When we want to shut you down, half our offense, we'll shut you down. We'll just run the ball. We'll get the lead. We'll do that. A close game, too close for comfort. We'll do that. And they're very, they're very versatile. It's very interesting. So, then they're going to be ready. I think that I have no, no doubt they'll be ready come New Year's Eve because one thing for sure they heard that's last year team won championship. I ain't done nothing. And those guys don't want to be the guys that let that down going, oh well, y'all ain't the 21 team, so you know. Yeah. You guys can finish. They, are, they already won the SC championship. And so here's their chance to be better uh than Last year, team, by, by finishing 15-0. Although, statistically, the defense was better. We all know that. But, hey, you know, it, it, that, it is what it is. So, very, very confident in that. And, plus, Michigan already been 
talking trash, how they want revenge. They about to bite off more they can chew. Uh, they must have forgot about last year. Just stop talking. Just, just stop talking. So, but no, keep talking. Guess that's the bulletin board material. So I'm loving it. I am loving it. And speaking of bulletin board material, okay. This dummy, and he'll, it, the new Georgia Tech hire had the nerve to say, we're going to spend the next 365 days uh, focus on there's a, so there's an opponent in our state that we're going to focus on beating. Who are you talking about, sir? Kennesaw State? Georgia State? Rod Austin State? Maybe, maybe you're talking about Georgia Southern. Maybe West Georgia. You Because you, you can't be in your right mind. Maybe LaGrange College. Maybe Barry College. You cannot be talking about UGA. And beating everybody on their schedule. Sir, 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 it, it's going to be a problem for him. You, just know, you never should open your mouth up. There will be no mercy shown come next November, but that, I, I just think some clown stuff. But, and speaking of clown stuff, Grant McElroy, who played at Alabama from 06 to 09, I believe, he said something about how this is the very first time he has been concerned about Alabama culture. And like the stuff you see going on now, you know you see going on. And he said when he see Georgia practice, that, were, that Georgia practice reminds him how Alabama practice should be. And I, I see what he's saying because their culture is on decline. I'm loving it. it it's funny to me. Saban sitting up on TV complaining and whining and crying and you know, well, you know, we the best, you want to put the best four teams in, and would I be, would this, would, I, would we be favored? And then you should put best four teams in. You lost. You lost two games. It's not about whether or not you be favored or not. By the way, you was favored versus Tennessee. You was favored versus LSU, and you lost those games. So clearly, that's not an argument. But to be favored versus TCU, or, or be favored versus Ohio State, no, no, no. It doesn't matter. You didn't earn it. Like imagine if I if I'm in school and I got all the brains and the talents and the gifts of your A plus student and get an A hour math class uh, or A in uh, calculus, but I don't do the work. My teacher not gonna look at me and go, "Hey, you know you really are smart. I know you're really smart, and so because I know you one of the better students in the class." I'm going to give you an A. It don't work like that. We're going to give you what you earn. What you earn was a, play, a spot out of the playoffs. You want to lose two games a season still get in the playoffs? Wait until 2024 when it's, 12, when it's a 12-game uh, playoff spot. Then do that. But right now, shush, hush. And then you got, and see, and then the better the leader or the weaker the leader, the weaker the people who follow them. You got players making up songs on TikTok about College football player, the college football playoff letting them in. I look so sad and weak and pathetic. Like, did y'all forget y'all got 18 championships? Did y'all forget y'all y'all were y'all still the current dynasty? Did you forget that? Clearly you have, and I'm loving it. 
Because Georgia, we are next. We are the next dynasty of college football. And it's crazy because this is supposed to be the year Georgia fell off. This is the year Georgia's supposed to fall off. 15 draft picks gone to the NFL. It's supposed to be a rebuilding year for us. And here we are again on the verge of going back-to-back natural champions. So, so, so special. Two games away. I'm not counting my chickens for a hatch, but we're really close. In a, in a year, we're supposed to be able to, on a down year. Let me tell you something. I got the same feeling about the 2023 team that I got about had about the 2021 team. And that is, we can win it all. I knew and like I knew I just knew in April of 2021, we're gonna win it all 21. This is our year. I knew it. I saw what we had. I, I saw it at every level said, oh, this is gonna be a problem. I'm go- it, this is gonna be a problem. And I see it in 23. I see it in 23. It's going to be a problem. If we win it all this year, my prediction, we won't lose a game until 2024. We will 3 Because next year, team will be even better. It will be even better. The, the defense, young, and they're going to get better, but, but freshman sophomore, freshman sophomores, the wide receiver, oh my, there's some wide receivers potentially on the way to Georgia to help out the wide receiver room. And wide receivers got there already in the portal. I mean, already on the team. Come 23 are, and and those who already on the team are also already. This will be much, much better next season. And if you talk about if Todd Monk can stay another season, which I hope Todd Monk can stay around, I think he is the best coordinator in all of college football. As my nephew said, he is the Best coordinator in history of life. Uh, that 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 guy is amazing. He is flat out amazing. And so you're gonna have more experience, more weapons, and as much of I, I I love Stetson's story and the wonderful job he is doing, the great job he is doing. You talking about potentially being back that natural champion? He will be forever be a legend in our hearts and and in our minds. And that's in Georgia. But as great as the job he is doing, honestly speaking, I think Carson Beck will do better. And it's not knocking Stetson at all because he has done a, a, a fabulous job. Hello, we all seen it. He's done a fabulous job. But you say, well, how can somebody who's who's backing up be better? Well, look at Jordan Davis. We all love Jordan Davis. Look at uh, Trayvon Walker and Devontae Wyatt. Those guys started last year, but out of the out of those four out of those defensive linemen, when you add in Jalen Carter, he's the best, he's better than all of them. And so, what you're having at Georgia is a very good problem. You got some guys who are very very talented, who are starting, but some some of the starters are actually, or some of the backup players, excuse me, are actually better than the starters. And the only reason why the backup players are not starting over over the starters because the starters are still doing great. They're still doing wonderful. They they have done nothing to to be benched. I mean, how do you say bench Stetson Bennett? What has he done? Only lost three games, undefeated this year. Won that championship for us last. You know, helped win that championship for us last year. 
you can't. What can what can you do? You don't pull them. You shouldn't pull them. But you. Well, my point is, you got guys who are backing up, who are really not backups. Our backups can start on a lot of different teams across this country. That's how deep Georgia is. That's how talented we are. And so in a year we're supposed to fall off, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. We 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 gonna we, we might mess around and not lose a game until 2024. Oh my I, I see it so clearly. I'm not trying to be biased and uh, you know be over exaggerate, but oh, it is it's about beginning. Like this this is the beginning. I can barely barely get it out. This is just the beginning. How fun it's gonna be over the next ten or twenty years. And I'm enjoying every moment. Living the moment. Living in, living in the moment. I'm enjoying it. Oh, I'm enjoying it. And so we'll take care of playoffs, all type of stuff, and all that coming up. But imagine my surprise leaving a friend of mine's uh, house. And it comes across that Stetson Benny is a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. First and foremost, well deserved. Well deserved. His story is amazing. And I'll give like a quick recap if you don't know his story. Came to Georgia as a walk-on in 2017. Justin Fields come. He decides to transfer out, go to community college. Comes back to Georgia in 2019 on scholarship. 2020, DeJuan Mathis bombs out first game of the season versus Arkansas. Stetson Bennett comes in, takes over, gets get us some good victories, and getting hurt. JT take over. JT doing well. There's no sign of Stetson Bennett ever seeing the field again. And then JT go down. And for whatever reason, when uh, Stetson was uh, named the third-string quarterback come out of spring, he somehow gets to start and uh, get to start last year with, when J.T. Daines go down. Does very well, as we all, as we all know, helped lead Georgia to a national championship. This young man was told by coaching staff, we don't think you ever see the field. We don't think you're quite good enough. A young man who was projected to be a backup quarterback at the power five level is now about to go down even a greater legend than we all thought initially. Because you start mixing in this just an appearance in New York City as a high control finalist. And you start mixing in you start mixing in possibly back-to-back natural champions forever a legend. I don't care who comes come to Georgia and what quarterback comes in and breaks records and stuff like that and win high control for the national championship. It started back here. This this season, this this moment, this era of dominance. And I fully believe that someone will grab his story and it's going to put him in a big screen and it's going to be a classic. It's, I think it will be one of the the greatest football stories ever told on the big screen. Rudy ain't got nothing on this. Rudy was offside, and I like the movie Rudy, but this Stetson Bennett story, done right, 
between the right hand and the right writers. Yo, it is. I can't wait. I can't wait for it to come out. And it gives Georgia so much more. I mean, we already got great exposure, number one team in the country, et cetera, et cetera. But it's going to give us even more exposure and put in a greater positive light. Like right now, there's some big time recruit or some big time player who's going to be sitting and looking at Stetson Bennett. On the you know in the conversation of winning natural or winning a housing trophy, so not only can you you know win it win a championship at Georgia, you can also go to pros very easily. If you apply, you know, easy you can apply yourself, and also housing trophy is not you know outside the imagination. All that playing into it, it's just a wonderful story, or a wonderful feel good story. So congratulations to Stetson Bennett. It is well deserved. And I can't wait to see what happens Saturday night and what's going to happen this next month here or so. And hopefully we'll be back-to-back national champions. Hope that's the story. Now, um, I just want to say thank you to all of those who listen to the podcast. I finally got it working where I can see, you know, how many how many people are listening. I think through like over 80 people listened last time. I really appreciate you guys. I know this podcast is heard in over 15 different countries last time I heard. And I've been doing covering Georgia Bulldogs uh, football. Just, you know, it's just a fun. I'd love to do here for the past five seasons. And I really appreciate you guys. I do. Uh, y'all keep coming back and listening. I really appreciate it. If this is your first time here, go hit the subscribe button, like this podcast. Come back, listen to it again. Um, I'll be I'll be back um, after early signing day later on this month, and breaking down the different recruits that that's uh, that we that got we got coming in, and trying to give you a comparison who I think who's gonna match who like who, and what you might expect out of somebody in their true freshman year. So I really really appreciate you guys. I thank you, thank you so 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 very much. So. If you haven't already, I'm on Twitter at We Are Donations. Type in We, you know, capital W E underscore capital R underscore Dog Nation. Uh, appreciate the followers on uh, Twitter. I'm over. I'm almost at almost at twelve and a half thousand followers on Twitter. It's counting. It's, I'm adding followers every day. I appreciate it. I'm glad you guys enjoy the content. I'm glad you guys are clicking on when I when I post this on Twitter. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very grateful. Thank you so, so very much. So, again, I'll be back um, after early signing day. Give my breakdown. And we'll talk about upcoming game versus Ohio State. A little more detail. How I see that game going. And give my score prediction. All that good stuff. So, but until then, have a great Bulldog day. And a great Bulldog week. And as always... Go dog. Sit them. Oh, and go Stetson.